Hey, Head Tribe, if you enjoyed this episode and want us to continue to grow our head message, jump over to buymeacoffee.com and show us some love. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash giving head. That's G-I-V-I-N-G-H-E-D. And show us some love. Thank you. Went home that night and was like, Kim, you got to do something different. What can you do different? Where are your strengths at? Where do your strengths lie? And I'm like, one thing I know that I'm good at is I'm good at going to my girlfriend's houses, putting all their stuff back in place, making it nice, neat, and organized, and making that house look good. Shine, baby, shine. Let me get, get some lemon pledge. After I've organized everything, shine it up. It smells good. And I noticed that all of my friends would be so happy. Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. Wondering what head stands for? What H is for happiness, E for empowerment, and D for development. This is the podcast that will discuss topics from the 40-year-old perspective. This is where we will help to navigate you through this new chapter of your life. I'm your host, Sherry, and my co-host is named Kim. To join this community, push the subscribe button to get all the latest head episodes. And to help our head message grow, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment as well. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Giving Head. H-E-D. Now let's get into it. Welcome to Giving Head, the podcast. I am so excited about this podcast because I have one of my high school friends who is going to be talking to us about everything organization and how that is very important to this mature season that we are in now. And so with no further ado, I have to introduce Miss Kim Calloway. Thank you for that introduction. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, I have to say I met Kim in 19, <laughs> pro 89, 90. Yeah. 10th grade. Yes. We was in the 10th grade okay. and um, I was freshly coming from Bermuda and Kim and Denisha, AKA Nisi were like one of my two first friends, like kind of my only friends through high school. So it is, I can't believe now at this age that we are reconnecting and having this conversation. So I'm really, really, really excited about it. So Kim, I know a little bit, and I said to both of you, we both, we got Kim, the co-host and Kim, the organizer. They both are Kim <laughs> C's. So I can't even say Kim C because Kim is a C as well. <laughs> but Kim, the organizer. Tell us how you grew up and how you was raised. Well, I was raised by both parents, mom and dad in a house in Pleasant Grove, here in Dallas in Pleasant Grove, which is, you know, the hood. Now, definitely hood, no offense to anybody. But back then I had a two parent household, grew up, did well, ended up at Lake Highlands High School where we met. Yes. From Lake Highlands, I ended up moving to the southern side of town because I wanted to buy a house. Mm. So I ended up in this neck of the woods starting my career as a professional organizer, but organizing back where we went to school at on the other side of town where all the money is, ended up being a professional organizer 14 years ago and have been doing that ever since. Wow. wow. Wrap that up in a nutshell. I mean, typical story, you know, military parents. I didn't have a strict upbringing at all, but we were very neat 
in the house. Yeah. So it just turned into, okay, Kim, one day I was at Bank of America. I used to be a technician for Bank of America. And I was stressed out because the school called and was like, hey, you need to come get your kid. She's sick. And I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. You know, I'm at work. And you know how you have that. You feel that tension and you're like, I kind of leave again. She, you know, my daughter had asthma. So I had to leave. And they were looking at me like, oh, you got to go. And I'm like, yeah, my daughter has asthma. I have to go pick her up from school. You got to go again. And I'm like, yes, I got to leave again. So at that point, I left that day, picked my daughter from school, went home and said, okay, Jesus, I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want to feel the tension. I don't want to feel like my job looking at me like, like, oh, you got to leave again, you know? And I'm like, dude, this is my daughter. I'm not just leaving to go party on the weekend and kick it with my friends. My daughter has asthma. So went and picked her up from school, went home that night and was like, Kim, you got to do something different. What can you do different? Where are your strengths at? Where do your strengths lie? And I'm like, one thing I know that I'm good at is I'm good at going to my girlfriend's houses, putting all their stuff back in place, making it nice, neat and organized and making that house look good. Shine, baby, shine. Let me get, get some lemon pledge. After I done organized everything, shine it up, it smells good. And I noticed that all of my friends would be so happy. They'd be like, girl, you need to come back over here because we'd be sitting, drinking some wine, <laughs> and talking about life. And as we talked, I would be in their junk drawer. No, I take the whole junk drawer, I dump it out and be like, I need something to do while I'm talking, while I'm running my mouth. So I dump the junk drawer out and I start organizing. And then I realized you're onto something. And that's when Clean House, I don't know if y'all remember Clean House yeah. on HGTV mm-hmm. with E.C. Nash, that's when yes. that first came out. So I was like, you know what, girl, you need to do this for a living. But, you know, I'm a little black girl from the hood. So I'm like, how do I do this for a living? What do I do? So I just started talking to people like, okay, I'm gonna come over and organize your drawer, organize your kitchen or organize whatever. I didn't have any special training. I had mom and dad in them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what taught me how to do what I do. And actually after I, you know, learned from mom and dad in them, then I kind of took it and ran with it. Cause I like very nice stuff. You know, have you ever met somebody who has a tuna budget, but they like caviar? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned how to organize, make it all fabulous. I get a Ross TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods. Those are my stores. And I could make any space look magnificent. Mm-hmm. It was just a gift, a skill I had. I'm like, girl, we're going to do this on a budget. How much you got? $100? Come on, let's go. Let's hit up Ross, the thrift stores, wherever we, you know, wherever I needed to find something. I went and found stuff and I put it all together and turned that into something. And I realized really quickly that people were like, you should be doing this for a living. I'm like, really? You think so? So yeah, that's how it started. That's why I was going to ask, what turned for you? Exactly. Right. You know what? I think what I realized is I, okay, Cherie, you know, going to Lake Highlands, we went to Lake Highlands High School, Kim. Mm -hmm. And at Lake Highlands High School, us brown folk, we went to the school to get a good education. That's why our mom and them sent us there. But Mm -hmm. all the rest of the kids, you know, they were driving Mercedes and you know, nice Honda Accord. Their cars were like our parents' cars. They had nicer cars than my mama car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was used to seeing very nice stuff. Some of the friends that I had that didn't look like us, their cars and stuff were very nice. Hondas, fully loaded. We're putting around in the hood, in the buckets, but we're getting right. back and forth, you know, and, right. and we're lucky to get a bucket at that. So what I realized really quickly is going into all these very, you know, expensive here for Dallas, $400,000, $500,000 house is a very nice house. So going into these homes, I realized quickly that I like nice stuff. And, you know, I think I'm sure I got it from my grandmother, honestly. But I realized really quickly that, okay, you need to do something with this because I had a knack for making things look very nice, making things look very polished. So 
I just decided, you know, do what you got to do. Go register your business name and get started. I had no clients, no money. I mean, I had actually, I quit my job at Bank of America. I skipped that part. So after they told me, you know, looking at me crazy about my daughter, I said, Kim, you got $11,000 left in your bank account. What you going to do? I said, I quit. I'm done. Y'all yeah, not going to make me feel like that anymore because they made me feel really bad because I had to go pick my daughter up. But that's my daughter. So, you know, I ain't going to tell y'all what I really said. You know, but <laughs> you don't say anything on this podcast, Kim. You could oh, cuss, yeah, was, you could do anything, you could say anything. Okay, okay. I was cussing. I was like, fuck y'all make up America. You know what I'm saying? Y'all making me feel bad for wanting to take my daughter to the doctor? Really? Because she has asthma. I'm sitting down at Parkland at Children's with her so she can get breathing treatment. So you know that right. I'm not with that. You making me feel bad shit. So I'm like, okay, let me quit this job. Kim, you need to do what you gotta do. So that was 2006, and I've been doing it ever since. So for 14 years, I've been organizing. That is the only thing I do that pays my mortgage. I bought a house. I live regular life. I just work a lot. At that time, not as much now, but back then, I worked a lot of hours to make sure I could do what I needed to do to pay mm-hmm. my bills because I wasn't going back to corporate America. I was like, forget y'all. Y'all making me feel bad about taking my child to the doctor. Like, no, that ain't what okay. that is. So that's what started my business. So... How did you obtain your clients and everything? I know that you said that you would do your friends' homes and do, you know, different things as such. But how did you actually start off to obtain clients and get yourself really out there and make a name for yourself? Well, once I started organizing for friends and I was realizing, you know, every friend I would talk to, I'd be like, look, I need you to be totally honest with me. Don't worry about hurting my feelings. Be honest with me. Is this something you would pay money for? And everybody was like, yes, absolutely. Excuse my French, but hell yeah. Forget going out riding at the lake, kicking it on the weekends. Let's organize my closet or let's organize okay. my whatever. And I realized quickly that people were really serious. And then I said, okay, let me see. So I ran a Groupon. And then this is for anybody who doesn't have a business. You want to be a professional organizer, throw a Groupon out there and make it some little low rate, you know, like $100, $200. And people will buy the Groupon. You come over to their house, give them ideas and assessments about whatever is going on in their space. When I did that, I got a slew of people. And one of my favorite clients is this lady right now. She used to live in here in Dallas, Elizabeth. She moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, and she flew me to Cincinnati to organize her down there. But I got to, when I say I got some good clients, God was in my corner because he put some good people in my corner and Mm -hmm. I would go and organize on a regular for these people all the time. So these were my maintenance clients. So once I realized I had something, I'm like, okay, this is, yeah. Okay. Then that's how I started organizing and building my clientele. Okay. Now, when you organize, is there anything that you don't organize for a client? Hoarders. And let me tell you why. So when you're a hoarder, you are a person that has mental issues, Mm. which has nothing to do with the physical space. The physical space is a result of what's going on in your mind. So if you guys like right now in your space, if you look around your room, and you got stuff everywhere that tells me in your mind, you got this little conversation, this little conversation, all these little different meetings of if I can call it that, in your mind that you're going to eventually get to. Most people's um, clutter issues are postponed decisions. We're busy. We have things going on. So right now, I don't have time for that. I get to it. I'm putting in this pile and I deal with it later. You see what I'm saying? So orders, on the other hand, that is a person that has a mental, psychological issue going on that stems from something else. And I don't deal with them because they need psychologists or psychiatrists. Exactly. Right, right, right. Organizer, they need somebody to help them work out what's going on in their mind. So after they see that psychologist or psychiatrist, then I can step in and help. 
But when you have hoarders, that's a whole lot of issues. You know, we have to get all kinds of hepatitis shots and all kinds of stuff when you work with hoarders because you have rat feces and all kinds of stuff. So I just don't deal with any of that. No offense. I don't want to clean up my own house. Nevertheless, clean up your house. I hire a housekeeper. You know what I'm saying? I want to organize, not clean. And a lot of people don't realize that's two different things. Well, break it down to us, Kim. What's the difference between an organizer and a house cleaner? Now, a house cleaner is, and I know that I always say house cleaner, housekeeper. I never say maid because mm-hmm. I think the title is just, I don't like that. I think it's great right. with me personally. But I say housekeeper or house cleaner. That person is the person that's going to come in after me. You would hire me first. I would come into your home, pull everything out of the junk drawer. If you have piles sitting everywhere, I'll go grab those piles, see what's in those piles. Usually I walk with a basket. And I'm just throwing everything in the basket. I don't care what I see. If it's sitting there, I'm throwing it in the basket. If you got some mail, you need to look, you can do something within the next couple of days, you better get it. Because if I get to it, it's all that paper is going in one pile because eventually it's going to get sorted. But I walk and I gather everything that is in the space sitting. And then I tell mm-hmm. my client, look at your space. You see how clear the surfaces are? And they'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, I want you to keep that way. Now, let's address everything that I piled in this basket. And then they'll be like, girl, really? We got to, yeah, we got to go through this every piece of paper. So then I just look at whatever it is. And I always tell my clients, paper takes the longest. So if you're organizing paper, you really want to leave that to last and organize the whole house. When you're an organizer, you understand and know that there are certain things you do first and certain things you do last. I will come to either one of your houses and I will organize everything in the house and I'm going to place everything so strategically so it's easy for you and it makes your life easy and it looks good as hell. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to make it pretty first because that's how I'm going to get you. You see what I'm saying? Because when I hit you with that bill at the end, you're going to be like, damn, Kim, for real. I'll be like, yeah, girl, quit playing with me. Here's your bill. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I have touched everything in your house. So like when y'all clean up y'all room, y'all might pick everything up, put things back here and there. I'm going to come through and pick everything up. Everything in that drawer is coming out of the drawer. And I'm going to be like, why is this here? Why is this here? Why is this here? You're going to explain to me. I'm going to think logically about how you use it, when you need it, why it's being stored there, and if it even needs to be stored there. And then I'm going to rearrange things because a lot of people will have things in their space and they're just like, girl, I just, I needed to put it away. Well, it don't go here. So it don't need to be here. So we need to take to the other side of the house. And people be like, really? I don't have time for all that. Well, I do. That's what you're paying me for. I am a person who is going to logically come in and give everything a home. Like when you go walk through Ikea and you see how perfect everything looks. And yeah, that's me. I'm that anal friend that's going to come in and be like, uh-uh, stop messing up my closet or stop messing up my pantry or whatever it is. I'm going to give everything a permanent home that is logical for how you live, not how I live. I'm very, I'm very organized. You can ask me where anything is. I'll be like looking at the left cabinet up top to the left. Yeah, right there. And that, you know, container that's labeled whatever. But for you guys, when I come into someone's home, I'm going to physically place things so that it works better for you. A housekeeper is going to come behind me because there's now clear surface and she's going to wipe and clean everything so that you can get your money's worth out of her. Because a lot of housekeepers will come through and they're going to pick up whatever and wipe up under there and sit it down or either they're not going to pick it up and they're just going to wipe around it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I always right. tell people, don't call the housekeeper first, call me first. Let me do my thing. And then after me, you call her so she can scrub. So there ain't no reason for her to be missing nothing. Because I ain't going to leave nothing out. Not nothing. I'm not. <laughs> not nothing. Not nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's going to be nice, neat, and clean, and clear. And you're going to know where it is. There's going to be labels on every 
excuse my French, but every fucking thing. You're going to look at me and be like, for real, Kim, you labeled every, I label everything. Because what that does is when you see a label, you know, okay, there might be chips in the pantry, you know, a basket for chips. There might be chips, but you're going to know when you get ready to take that chip bag in there and sit it somewhere else, you're going to look at that label and be like, Kim would be like, girl, put that in that basket and stop playing with me. And you're right. going to take them chips and stick it in the basket with the That's chip. It. You see what I'm saying? And it makes mm-hmm. it so easy for the kids as well. I try and guide people because one thing I do realize is when you teach your kids at a young age how to structure their life and put things back, there is no cleanup day. We don't have here at our house, we don't have a cleanup day. Like some people like, girl, we get them clean on Saturday. Clean? We don't get them clean on no Saturday. I call the housekeeper whenever I have extra money and be like, come clean, girl, come clean. Because we don't have to do that because we have everything put in a certain place. And when you use it, you just put it back. It's that mm-hmm. easy. And if I walk in the door and you got stuff sitting everywhere, I'm going to look at you like, who had this? I'm going to immediately sound off. Who had this? Why is it sitting here at the floor? I, I, no, I don't want to walk into shoes when I walk in the door. I don't want to walk into backpacks. And I realize a lot of ladies deal with that because the kids come home, they got the backpack, they drop it on the floor, they keep them shoes off. Oh, hell no. Pick the, If you don't pick this backpack up and put it on that hook up there on the wall that I bought for $7 at Home Depot, that's what the hook is for. So I right. train them mentally, use it, put it back, use it, put it back. So now like all my nieces and nephews come over, they know when they come to spend the night, they walk in the door, they hook their backpacks, they kick them shoes off right there. There's a place for them. And when you do that with a kid over their lifespan, it creates very strategic placement of things. And they understand quickly that, okay, I'm structured. I know where everything goes in this house and they're going to grow up in their own house and carry those same habits. If I showed you, usually I show a lot of people my daughter's room and they flip out and I'll be like, I swear I'm not trying to brag. I'm not. What I'm saying is y'all, it's a thing. If you teach their ass to do the same thing over and over repetitively, they will get it. My daughter's room, like you go in her drawers, it looks like Victoria's Secret. You pull it out. There's the pennies. Pull it out. There's the paint. There's the bras. There's the spanks or whatever. There's everything is nice and neat. If you mm-hmm. give kids structure, they like feed off of that. You know, mm-hmm. kids are little sponges. And let me just say, I don't think, and for anybody that's listening, it doesn't sound obsessive compulsive. What I hear you saying is that she started since she's a baby. You know what right. I mean? That she doing the cleanup song, putting things back. And so it, it just graduated as she got older with right. everybody in your household. So for her, it's natural to fill something. I think she could go sleep if something is a little bit out of place. But at right. the same right. token, she would get up the next morning and put it back how it is but expand on that for Kim for me in the sense of what the podcast is about in addition to is you know maturing in the season of in our 40s talk to us about how organization is very important and an integral process to where we are now in our households I know you organize businesses and all of that speak to us about that Well, the number one thing I recognize is that we women think we can do it all, Mm. especially brown women, because we have so much on our shoulders. We're trying to raise our kids. We're trying to handle our lives. We're probably trying to start a business and handle that husband who should know this stuff. But, he, you know, men are grown uh, adult children. You know, they're adult boys, I call it. You know, they they grow up. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> they don't have to handle all the stuff that we handle. So right. with that, what I realize is 
with living an organized life, it cuts out all of the, girl, where is my purse? Where's my keys? I had that paper. I need to go take that to the social security office. I need to go downtown and get a copy of your birth certificate because I don't lost. It cuts out all of that. When you know where to find things, life is that much easier. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? When things mm-hmm. have a logical placement, it's that much easier. And it's kind of like the same thing. As we get older, we have more responsibility. You have the cars, you have the house, you have the kids, you got the husband, all these different things we have to manage. We as women, and I'm going to say we as black women, tend to try and juggle all this stuff. And we don't really know, girl, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. I don't know how. I tell everybody, use your calendar. That damn phone you bought that you spent a thousand dollars on, that's just not a phone for you to be talking, running your head, gossiping or whatever. That is a tool God gave you that can change your life. Like I have, and this is so off topic, but I got an 11 Pro, iPhone 11 Pro, and I got it because of the camera. It's a fabulous camera, but I use in my phone, my calendar more than I use anything. And if I died, if I left here, drove out, died on the street, my family knows, go into her calendar. You will know exactly what's going on, where to find whatever you need. You will know where she was going, everything, because everything is in my calendar. And I try and tell all my clients, especially if they have iPhones. Stop trying to remember every damn thing. I'm 47. So the older you get, you won't be able to remember all this stuff. I don't care if it's somebody calling me saying, hey, we can squeeze you in. You know, the doctor's office, we can squeeze you in at this day, this time. I'm talking to the doctor like, okay, you can squeeze me in. Okay, uh, Siri, remind me to do X, Y, Z. Remind me to show up at the doctor's appointment. Remind me to do whatever, put it on my calendar. You know, I'm constantly talking to my phone. That is intentional because if I have to sit here and do this and type all this mess in, I don't have time for that because I'm probably driving or I'm probably in here cooking or I'm probably trying to find, you know, whatever I need in the house. I don't have time for this. So for me, I tell everybody, use your phone. Even if you have an Android, you can still do the same thing. Use your phone as a tool. Let that phone be your assistant. I tell people I have two assistants. I have an actual assistant in Houston, Texas. And then I have, actually, I have three. One in Houston, one in Colorado, and then I have my phone. My phone is my first assistant and I talk to my phone quite often. My assistant in Colorado goes up in the cloud, looks at my reminders and my calendar appointments. And she takes all that and plugs it in where she needs to in my life. And for me, it's my CRM manager, which handles all my clients. And then she'll call me and be like, okay, you got a one o'clock. You going to be there? You going to be on time? Yeah, but I'm all over the place. So call me five minutes till so I don't forget. Like y'all. This meeting here, she called me and like, you ready for your podcast interview? Yes, I'm ready. I'm sitting at my desk. Okay, thank you. Bye. Click. See what I'm saying? I use <laughs> Love all it. resources. I use all of them. And what you say for our age group that it brings mental clarity, like your head is... Up. Listen, girl. It just sounds like it's a relief of stress. Just you explaining all of that. It is. It absolutely is. And I tell people, I diagnosed myself as ADHD. A doctor hasn't, but I did because I know my brain is like, I have a thousand thoughts. I'm always thinking. It's hard for me to turn my brain off. So if anybody has that issue or any other issue, just being busy in life, it is huge because if you don't know how to manage what you got going on in your life, life is hard. You're going to spend more money because you're buying stuff that you already have that's lost somewhere in your house. You're going to waste tons of time. Y'all, time management is so important. What I realize now, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm an organizer. I'm up to 60 bucks an hour. When I do stuff, I need to be very efficient in what I'm doing. Because if I come in your house... And I say, okay, I'm going to come in here and organize your closet. I'm going to charge you $60 an hour. Y'all going to be looking at me like, what you going to do? You better 
better be doing some miracle work up in there. You better wave a wand, heifer, $60 an hour. Yeah. And I do. And that's because I'm going to be in there working. When I sit and work, I don't work like you guys. You guys are going to go through things. You be like, girl, I remember I won this on such and such day and I was fine. And what the what? No, I'm not going to do all that. I'm going to come in and say, okay, what we got? Let me see. I'm looking around and see. And then I'm going to spread my girls out because I have a team. So I'm like, you go here, you go here because I know their strengths. And I'm like, you handle this and you handle this. I'm coming in here. Certain areas, like if, Sheree, if you told me your closet was a mess and you needed to handle it, I'm going to go in straight to your closet and I'm going to sort everything in there. I'm going to touch everything in there. I'm going to remove everything in there. Make sure it's hung correctly. I don't want it hung backwards. I don't want the colors to be off. I don't want there to be stuff over here and then stuff over here. No, we're going to put all the shoes here. We're going to put all your dresses here. All the purses here. Everything is going to be nice, neatly laid out. And if you're either, if you're real bougie, like some of my clients, I'm going to make you an iPad app. And I'm going to say, here you go. Here's all your clothes in this app. Wow. And show you a picture of everything you got in your closet. Because a lot of my clients, I have a lot of celebrity clients. And they travel a lot. So because they travel, I have to make sure they're like, well, what about that piece? And what about this item? And what about them? I've already categorized and took photos and made a description of the clothing. I worked with a stylist. Jay Bolin is here in Dallas. I don't know if y'all know who Jay Bolin is, but he is a stylist to Tyra Banks in uh, what's the chocolate chocolate drop? Oh, girl, what's his name? Morris Chestnut? Yes, that's what, yes, <laughs> Morris Chestnut. That's who I'm talking about. And you can go to Jay Bolin, what is it, shopjaybolin.com or, or jaybolin.com, and you'll see Morris Chestnut. Girl, you know, I was, yes, honey, I was trying to meet him. That's all the story. So, right. Edit that out. I organize for the people I meet and right. according to how you live and how you function in your space. I am going to organize for that. And I ask my clients lots of questions. So when I come in, I'm just not going to come in and move all your stuff and rearrange and change because this is how I think it should be. No, I'm going to have a whole interview with you. We're going to sit and consult and you're going to tell me what you like, what you don't like. And I'm going to say, okay, well, this makes sense. Let me run this by you. And then I'll just throw stuff out. And most people be like, girl, yeah, that'll work so much better. I don't know why I wasn't doing that, blah, 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 blah. And then I just rearrange and change according to what's going to work better for you. Because my goal is to make your life easier, allow you to save money, allow you to find everything you need with ease. I don't want anybody to be stressed because when you're organized, y'all, Girl, life is so much easier. I haven't always been organized. I was when I was a kid. I wasn't bad, but my room wasn't magazine perfect. It mm-hmm. was, but now everything is always magazine perfect, and that's just because it's just e- it's fucking easier. I am too, and I'm gonna say this twice. I am too lazy to be disorganized. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it again. I am too lazy to be disorganized because when you disorganize, you got shit. I love, I just be sometimes I go in some people's house and I don't say anything, but I'm just like. Why we got bras in the kitchen? Like, where they do that at? Like, I mean, it's right. y'all would believe the stuff I see. 80, I'm sure. 85% of America is chronically disorganized. Meaning you walk in their house and you cannot see their floor. Mm. You cannot see their floor. So if you walk in somebody's house and you can't see the floor, that means they're chronically disorganized. And if they are, it's okay. It is totally okay. They probably have a strength somewhere. I got some clients that are very wealthy and they have strengths in whatever they do and they make a lot of money and they do good at whatever they do. But when it comes to that house, it's a total mess. That's why I'm up there with the mortgage. They got the mortgage, light bill, Kim, you know what I'm saying? I'm up there. A lot of my clients tell me I will never not have you over. Because I wow. make their life easier. I come in, some of my clients are maintenance clients. So I come in 
when they get off work, like I have a couple pilots, they'll be out flying wherever all over the country. They come home. They don't want to unpack that damn bag. They want to sit down and get in front of their TV and crack open a beer. You know what I'm saying? They're like, forget this. I don't have time for this. So I show up because I know if they're coming up on Monday, I'm coming over on Monday evening. I'm walking through the door. Hey, Klein, how you doing? Good to see you. Bye. I'm going straight to walking wherever through their house. Now, probably I've already organized their house so I know where everything goes because I put everything away. So I'm going to put everything back away. If I need to refresh labels, if I need to tweak something because it works better this way for them and not that way, I do that. And then I continue on through their house, organize everything that needs to be done, unpack all their stuff out of that suitcase, take their suitcase, put it back. I set up a travel. I've already set up a travel situation for them. So when that pilot gets ready to go back out, he knows where to go grab his bag and all of his toiletries and stuff that he needs are already in the bag. Wow. So he still can. He grabs his suitcase and whatever clothes he want to throw on, he throw them in there and he's out back out the door. When you hire an organizer, we are a assistant of sorts. We are logical thinkers and we come in to make your life easier. So mm. that's my job. And the thing is, y'all, if y'all have ever realized anything in your life, I'm good at it. I'm good as fuck at what I do. And I recognize that. And I'm okay yes. with it. It took me 14 years to get there to say that. Right. But I'm good. You know, as far as brown girls is concerned, because it's not a lot of us. There now, you know, more of us coming about. There's um one of my friends, actually, a good friend, Dallas, on Instagram. She has a group called Black Girls, Black girls Who Organize. Mm-hmm. So I would absolutely tell anybody, if you need an organizer, get jump on that website, check it out. If you're not sure, send me a DM. Anybody, I'm Dallas Organizer on Instagram. Send me a DM. I fly all over the country. Regular folk, I don't care about no celebrities. Regular people care about celebrity names. Regular folk like us care about celebrity names, but celebrities don't care about who you, they like, I don't care. Can you do this? Yeah, I can do this. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So she could do a good job. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. And usually I always, every time, always end up, when I come organize you, they always call me back for maintenance. Always. That's guaranteed. Because when I come in and do what I do, I'm going to do everything. I'm not going to do just a little bit to get you together. No, I'm doing, I'm doing everything. But uh, let me do this. When is the maintenance? You said that some of them will call you to come back to do a maintenance. When is that time frame? So usually what happens is I come to someone's home, say, for instance, Kim, I come to your home and you're like, Kim, my closet's mess. Come knock it out. So I come knock your closet out and it's done. You know, we get it done in two, three days. It's done. You're happy. You're going to stand in that doorway and look at that closet every five minutes. I promise you, because it's something new that you haven't seen. And you're like, damn, I should have. I'm manifesting that. Come on with it. Yes, we're going to talk about it. So you see what happens from that point is after I did that, you're going to look several times at the space and then you're going to call me or text me and be like, you know what? We should come do the garage. You should come back and do the garage. Then I come and knock out the garage. And after I knock out the garage, you're parking, you're pulling in every day, you're parking in the garage. And not only are you parking in the garage, when you go to the grocery store and come back, you got these big old containers of paper towels and tissue and all this here stuff. And when you come home with that, most people don't have a place for that. Now, I, if I do your garage, I'm going to create you a shelf, a unit or something that when you get out the car, that shit gets unloaded and it goes onto that shelf. This is all your overflow product. So when you guys are running low in the house, you go to the garage and grab whatever you need and bring it back and you reload everything in the house. See what I'm saying? So at that point, that after I've organized these spaces for you, then you're going to be like, oh, I ain't going to never. Kim, OK, when you come back from maintenance, OK, how much that's going to cost? 
okay, I need to make sure I can work that into my budget because every time that's what people do. Because once you realize something can be so quote unquote perfect in your life and work so well, you're not going to want to let that go. You're going to be, you're going to yeah. go. You're going to forgo that little going out to eat with your friends and them extra nails and hair. You're going to be like, oh, okay, this week I won't get my hair done, my nails done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wait and I'm going to have Kim come do X, Y, Z because I'm having a party in a month or two and I need my house right. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I end up being maintenance usually after I've come that first time, organized whatever space. Most people have me work through the house. Some people intend on hiring us for one gig. But after I come organize whatever, you like, oh, girl, you need to go through this whole house. How much does this going to cost again? well let let me ask you this uh, Kim it was something that I think I saw on your Instagram story two things one thing I saw that you went and made Listerine look pretty this week I was just like how did she she just took like a crystal jar and put Listerine in it like you know what I mean I thought that was pretty cool Yes. Well, you got to think, y'all, we women, we buy all this stuff. How many times have y'all been to Home Goods or wherever and you buy something, you like, girl, I'm going to use this. It's cute. I like this. I'm going to use this. Girl, I ain't going to never put no liquor in that thing. That's a liquor. That's a whiskey decanter. I don't okay. drink whiskey. I drink wine. But even so, I'm not going to pour it all off in there. We, no offense, but we brown folks don't have that kind of lifestyle usually. We didn't grow up like that. Most right. of us didn't. So for me, I had the thing. It was cute. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to put some Listerine in there and put it in the bathroom. That's cute. It's all shiny and sparkly and jazzy. It is cute. <laughs> I want you to meet your other sister, Kim, who's another home goods. Like home goods is her. Yeah, Queen. I put her on last. Queen. <laughs> but over there, she was like, I know Kim. She was over there like, yes. Because Sherry's always like, don't go in there. Don't go. And But I know Kim very well mm-hmm. where she was just like, and she will use this against me later. Well, Kent, the Dallas organizer, this is her place. <laughs> but let, let me just say exactly. she knows me well. <laughs> that in one of your other stories or stuff that you talk about, you also tell us about the importance of how you organize pictures. Because we tend to take, we before we used to have the physical pictures, but now it's a lot of digital stuff. And then what I find for me, because I work off for of two phones, but when I have my Android, I'm going to delete because, you know, it's not enough space or all mm-hmm. of that type of stuff. Talk to us about that because that gets like annoying. Well, I have a tip for a lot of you guys. So for most of us nowadays, 2021, we live by Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. This is a ninja tip for y'all. So this is totally free, what you can do. So most of us that have Amazon Prime accounts, you probably don't even realize that you have unlimited storage with Amazon. You can take and put the Amazon app on your phone. And once you put that app on your phone, you can have it automatically upload all of your photos that are on your phone into the Amazon cloud. Bam, because you already paying for this space. It goes to the cloud. So once it goes to the cloud, then you're like, okay, all my pictures are backed up. You can take every picture on this phone and delete, delete, clear your phone off, make it brand new again. Then you call me and say, Kim, I got all these pictures on here. My grandmama just died and girl, we need some pictures for her funeral or whatever. I don't know what's what. I don't know. I need your help. And I say, okay, no problem. So what happens is I then go to Amazon photos and I log in as you. And I organize your photos. That look like grandmama. That look like mama. That look, that's some kids. That's a family event. This is birthday. This is Christmas. Whatever the event is, I'm categorizing all your photos. I look at the dates. I look at the events. I look at the people's faces. I have a Mac. So my Mac will automatically look at everybody's faces and be like, this is all these people. 
And I'm like, okay, great, Mac. You know, that's why I spend money on all these tools and gadgets that we all think, oh, it's just a computer. Well, it's just a phone. No, that's a damn tool. You better use it. So I use all of mine effectively. So then I organize all the photos and make them nice and neat. And I'd be like, okay, y'all, Kim, here go Christmas 2020, Christmas 2019, Christmas 2018, so on and so forth. So therefore, when you log on to look for pictures of Madea, I got a photo already made called Madea. And you're like, damn, she done got, girl, she done, she done already got this together. Right, because that's my job. My job is to make your life easier. My job is to make you look good. I can't tell you how many clients I have that don't look like us, but I make them look damn good, damn good, because there are people that work for them in their office and their friends coming over. They think, oh my God, how'd you do that? And they didn't tell them. I just swiped my debit card and I hired Kim now to do it. Right, you know what I'm right. They don't tell you that, but right. that's with the photos is very easy. So if any of you guys, and again, I'm going to repeat this real quick. If you have Amazon Prime, I do. go I on do. to your app store or, you know, wherever you go get your stuff, go there. And I actually have mine organized. I don't know if y'all can see that just so y'all can see, see my phone. Uh-huh. I have everything categorized by business, uh-huh. by type, by navigation, by shopping, whatever it is. So I have Amazon photos. It's a blue app right there Uh it opens up once it opens up this is all the photos off in my amazon photos but you i can hit albums and there's all my photos organized my daughter's going to smu so smu and harvard so um, everything is nicely organized in there if you guys pay for amazon prime you already have amazon photo access you just don't realize you download the app on your phone and then the app is going to say open up the app and let us upload all your photos so you tap on that app after you've put it on your phone and it's going to bring all your photos up into the amazon cloud and you just let it go that's all you do you don't touch it it's going to categorize and organize it a little bit but then if you want more organization that's when you call me and i log in from where i'm at in dallas texas and i better organize everything so when you log in it's all picture perfect and you're like girl look at god (laughs) you definitely have a talent (laughs) definitely have a talent i love it i say god gave me this skill y'all because i'm not good at makeup I'm not good at hair. I'm not good at dressing. I'm not good at working out. I ain't good at none of that stuff. But what I am good at is coming to your house to make you love your house again. Because a lot of us work so hard and work long hours. And when we get home, you walk in the door and you be like, oh, Lord, I don't feel like cleaning. I don't feel like all this Jesus. I'm not in the mood. I got that pile up. You know, you just don't feel like it. That's normal. That's very normal. So that's when you say, okay, Lord, I'm going to go buying that extra, that Michael Kool's purse or whatever I was going to buy. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to hire Kim one time. one time. Just give me one time. After Mm. that, you stuck with me then. Seriously. I was going to say, now, what do you suggest for people probably like myself, who's still old school, who thinks that I can do this, I can do that, I can still clean my house, I can still organize my house, and realize, like you just said, I'm fucking tired. I can't. Mm-hmm. But you feel bad, or you feel, you yeah. know, you can't yeah. commit to doing something like that. Right. What I recommend for that is for you to hire me, Because what happens is when I come over, and this is why I keep my clients. When I come to your house, not only do I organize, I'm going to talk to you like you're my friend. I'm not coming in there and being like, oh, well, today this is what we're going to do. No, we ain't doing under that. Hey, girl. Hey, Kim. 
Let me see your closet. What am I working on? Okay, so tell me what's going on. What's driving you crazy? What's not staying neat? Blah, 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 blah. You tell me all that. Then I'm going to situate and organize a space for you. After I've done that, we're going to have a conversation. You know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you, go get your wine. Go get whatever you want. We're going to have some girl talk and I'm going to be real with you. So a lot of people, most people's problems is they're lazy. And it's okay. If you're lazy, cool. No problem. You can be lazy, but you're going to have to do certain things to keep your house up. Now, if you're somebody like yourself, like you're saying, and you're trying to do too much, I'm going to break it down for you that way. I'm going to say, Kim, okay, you're a podcast host and you can manage um, everything that has to do with podcasting and you make money doing X, Y, Z. Why are you trying to do the job of two, three other people that you're not an expert in? It's going to take you 10 times longer. Like when you guys organize and I organize, it's two totally different things. I'm not attached to your stuff. So when I come into your house to organize, I'm not going down memory lane. I'm like, oh, sort, 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 sort. And I'm going through stuff. Because it has no sentimental value to me. To you, it does. So I'm going to make you understand it is cheaper for you to hire me. Eight hour day is going to cost you $450 for me to come over. You know, I'm discounting this year, but a $450 for me to come over and handle this room. Don't look at it like I'm spending $400. How much is this going to cost me? Don't look at it like that. Because what I'm going to ask you is Kim, whatever is stressing you in your house, is it more important to get that fixed or is $500 more important? What is more important to you? Because some people, money is not their issue. Their issue is they don't have the time. They're tired. They don't even want to do it. So I'm like, okay, if you know that that's not your strength, then let me be the strength that you currently don't have and be okay. And especially us brown folks, it's it's harder for us than anybody else. Because other races, oh, girl, they're like, here, just do it. Just get it done. They don't care. But us as women, we try to do everything. And we don't want to hire a housekeeper because I can clean it myself. But I have to sit and talk to you to get you to understand. Now, why are you going to be in there like even me? I have to tell my husband this. Why am I going to go through here and clean this house and I can pay whole 200 to do it and I can go over here and organize this office real quick and make 450 You see what I'm saying? I'm going to go leave for five hours and go make 450 and I'm going to pay her 200 to clean my house. So I got both things handled. I made some money and my house is clean and I didn't have to do it all. And I only did it in five hours. And I still came out an extra three, you know, two, three hundred dollars over what I was like. Why would you not? Why are you trying? You know, I, I made an extra 250. I spent two paying a housekeeper, but I made an extra 250 on top of that. So why would I de- why would I do that? So usually my clients, I have to have these conversations with women and specifically women of color because we've always been taught, girl, you can do it. You can clean the house. You can cook the food. You can uh, kill that chicken or whatever you got to do to cook the food. You can go to work. You can raise the kids. You can birth the kids. You can do all this stuff if you want to do it. Oh, hell no. We can't do all that. We, y'all, we can't do all that. I was going to say, because I feel like there's a sense of guilt that is yeah. placed on us for not being able to be strong and be able to handle it all. My significant other had been saying for months, get somebody to clean the house. You do shift work. He doesn't do what I want him to do. So, you know, I'm like using the time that I should be sleeping to clean. And Mm -hmm. he's like, let's just hire somebody. When I finally broke down and did it, Oh my God. It was the best decision. Like you said, it was a hundred and something, $200 every two weeks. And when I can smell the cleaning products coming out of the door before I open it, mm-hmm. it's like heaven. When I walk in, I'm just like tippy toeing and just 
like, oh my gosh, don't touch nothing. <laughs> and I could go sleep because she's changed the sheets. She's filled up my clothes. She's And she brings her team in. It's absolutely one of the best decisions that I could have made. You know what I mean? And it does. It really alleviates um, mm-hmm. just doing things. And I, it kind of got me a little bit lazy because now I'm just like, oh, I'll leave it for next week. for the. But before it would bother me, it would be like, I'm like, Kim would tell you, like, I'm going to clean the bathroom today. I'm going to clean, got to clean. Like all my friends are like, oh, you do say you got to clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that gets overwhelming. It does. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. That's one thing I noticed us women, again, brown women, we always tend to feel bad because I used to feel bad, but I realized really quickly that Kim, you can't clean your house if you out organizing and doing and shopping for clients. There's not enough time. And one thing I do recognize, once I got around people that were entrepreneurs, there's a totally different mindset with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. A person that works nine to five and a person that's an entrepreneur thinks totally different. The, the, everything yeah. is different. So I really feel like I was born to be an entrepreneur because there are certain things I just don't want to do. My husband cleans a lot of stuff. He's just a very neat, clean man. And he does a lot of that stuff. But the stuff that he doesn't do, that's when you get somebody, you hire somebody to do X, Y, Z. Because if you're off, like I, for a while, we had a chef, very long time. And everybody's like, oh, you got a chef. I'm like, I ain't rich. I just don't have time to feed my husband and my kid. I'm gone out, you know, out and about. If I leave to my husband, they're going to be eating noodles every night. So I can't do that. I have to put something in place to make sure that they can eat properly because I don't want them eating all this trash food. So you just have to learn. And if you get somebody in your corner that understands that and who can talk that conversation to you, you will slowly work yourself out of that guilt and you'll feel okay about it. Here, babe, you'll feel okay about it because- Because your husband could have made you feel real guilty about that. Yeah. You know what I I mean? The fact that yours actually said, hire somebody. You pat him on the back for that. Tell him I said, I'm going to meet him when we come to Bermuda. We're going to meet. Because most men don't do that. And the fact that he does encourage you to get some help, that's huge. He's caring. Mm -hmm. He truly, truly cares about you and your mental well-being and you getting some sleep versus up trying to clean the toilet. Like, no, leave that for whoever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she does a damn good job. She does. Yes, and I bet you now you probably don't want to live without her. Don't. She was trying to leave at the beginning of the year, and I was like, "No, like, can you do me every other weekend?" Or I don't know what you're going through, but like, can we talk about it? And so <laughs> thus far, thus far, she's still with us, right? But I was really, and then I know one of her friends and I said to her friend, like, can you talk to her? So she came, she's like, don't be trying to, you know, go around me behind me. I said, listen, it's important. Like, and even Jason was like, okay, let me see if I could talk to her and try to figure out what's going on. But she's, it doesn't look like she's getting anywhere. So for right now, we'll keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> look, look, just make sure you acknowledge those birthdays of hugs and things like that. Yes. Make sure you treat her as a, even though she works for you, she does different stuff. Treat her as your friend. She'll never mm-hmm. leave. I don't care how busy she is unless she's just leaving the area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But all my per- people that are in service to me, I always, uh, here you go, your birthday. Oh, here, here you go. Take that edible arrangement, Starbucks mm-hmm. card, whatever. I'm the queen of smoozing people. Like, here you go. Take that. Have a great day. Enjoy mm-hmm. your day. they will be like, girl, she loves me. Yeah, girl, I love you because I love everything you do. You come here up in here and you help me. I Because I don't, you know, you got to trust people. Like people yes. have to really trust mm-hmm. me to let me in their home. Y'all have no clue how much stuff I found mm-hmm. in people's homes. 
Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Regular women, men, gay men. I, I don't found it all. And oh, I don't wow. care. It's not my business. I just laugh right. with them and be like, where you need me to put this? Because how, how do you use this? Right. <laughs> so I can put it in the right place. And find and, it easy. <laughs> right, right. Hey, it's their business, what they have. I don't care. But I'll be like, girl, I got my, I got more than that. So don't, don't feel embarrassed. You know, <laughs> but let me get back to what you were saying, Kim. I think it's still, like you said, the mindset, right? So yes. we've only been taught that other people should have services at their homes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. women of color, you're taught to do it yourself. You know what I mean? So it's right. not strange right. to go to other people's and they're like, oh, the nanny came. Oh, the housekeeper came. Oh, the chef came. And you're like, oh, wow. But, you know, for us, it's been like, no, you have to do it all. Yeah. And as she said, no, I'm not an entrepreneur as of yet, but the mm-hmm. mindset I'm trying to incorporate in those things. So making things a lot easier. And I think also probably something you do as well is budgeting. You're organizing your money for it yes. to fit. Speak yes. to us about that because I think at this age, we still, I know I do, still financially am not organized as I should. Speak to mm-hmm. us about how that works for you. Well, what I usually tell people is usually when we start off, I'll take before pictures when I show up at your house. I'll take before pictures so we know what the home looked like before. So after I get through organizing, it's all organized and done. They paid their bills. And I'm like, okay, so you spent X amount of dollars on me coming into your home to take you from before to after, right? And then after they're like, okay, yeah, and I'm very happy with what you did, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So now at this point, we need to make sure that we keep this going. So when will the kids be here? If they have kids, when will the kids be here? Because I need to work with your kids. I don't want you to talk to the kids. I don't want your husband to talk to the kids. I'm going to talk to the kids because the kids are going to, usually most kids like me because I come in and I'm like, what do you want for your room? Don't let it be close to Christmas coming up. Oh girl, I use that to my advantage. So (laughs) you want a PlayStation, you want a whatever. Well, you got to get this room together. Your mom was telling me that she, you know, she's going to do X, Y, Z for you if you handle this. So let me show you how to handle this. Therefore, I'm teaching your kids how to be more organized and handle their stuff. I'm setting up reminders because most of them have phones in their phones to go empty that dishwasher. You see what I'm saying? Seven o'clock, eight o'clock, that loan going to go off. Go empty that dishwasher. Then they get a text message from Kim saying, did you empty that dishwasher? It's all automated. The kids don't get it. They think they're talking to me. So (laughs) what I'm actually doing is I'm encouraging your family to help you in all these different ways. Before Mother's Day, I'm sending your husband a text message and I'm saying, you told me not to do that. I'm sorry. I'm sending your husband a text message saying, hey, dude, have you already figured out what you're going to buy her for Mother's Day? And if you haven't, what's your plans? Tell me your plans. And if you don't have no plans, what's your damn budget? I don't care if it's $100. I don't care if it's $50. You better tell me something in order for me to help you get to where you need to be to keep her happy so that going forward, I can continue to come and help y'all with y'all life. Now, as I'm organizing your in your house, you're paying me, but yet you're going to be saving so much more money because you're not out buying all this stuff that you don't need, the stuff that's lost in your house. You would not believe, and not only that, most people have stuff lost all over their house, just everywhere. And they don't, I don't want to go look. It's in the garage, but I don't feel like I'll let. So they don't go look. They go buy something else. So I am going to save you money in the long run. And then most people, by the time I get to going through the house, we always find money. Always. The most I've ever found, I think, was for um, a friend of mine's mom. I was organized. It was like $4,400 in an envelope. She didn't even remember that she had stashed it in the envelope. I come out with this envelope and I'm like, 
Uh, it's a look, look, man. Did you realize this was here? Did you? You should have pulled this out before I got here. But did you not? She was like, oh, "Girl, I forgot that was in there. I totally forgot." I'm like, "Well, here, it's, it's your day today, baby. They go forty four hundred dollars." She was so happy because she had totally forgot. You would not believe how many people hide money all over their house and they they totally forget and they lose it. So I then talk to them and I'm like, okay. Let's create a timeline. I'll look at their house and I'll be like, ask the kids, the husband, the wife, how is this working? I'll make sure I think about what's going to help each one of them. So the husband, usually I'm like, okay, bro, your shed is a mess. I'm going to get you right on together. Your garage is a mess. I'm going to get you together. So now you can do more projects around the house that your wife wants you to do without her yelling at you and y'all getting into it. So your tools is organized. So go do something. Go, just go do something. Just watch what she do tonight after you do something. You know what I'm saying? You do a little something and you make her happy. She's going to be happy and she's going to do what she needs to do. Ladies, I always tell ladies, when you do certain things around the house and I get your husband in order, like for husbands that are not on the bandwagon and they don't want to pay for me, I'll be like, what is he like? And they'll tell me he likes his garage, his tools. Okay, cool. I go organize their garage and their tools. Then their husband is like, damn, I should have hired her. Because it's just like somebody coming in making everything perfect. So then the husband right. is like, hey, baby, we might not be able to afford this, but wait a minute, we're going to stop going out a couple of nights a week or something. We're going to figure out where to pull this money from because it's not that much. If you have me over in one quarter, I come for eight hours in a day. If it's me and my team, it's going to be more. But if it's just me, it's $450. I come over and knock out a slew of stuff. If it's a mess, then it's going to be roughly about seven or 800. And that's because I'm bringing a team with me. So it's three or four of us and we're all over the house getting everything back together. So I tell my clients, okay, every quarter I'm going to come see you. You have a choice. You can pay me at that time in one big lump sum, or you can spread this out. And I do maintenance. So every month you're going to be billed $60. Whatever it is, every month, that's the typical patch. It's going to bill you $60, and I will show up at your door and come to your house for 8 to 16 hours for the month and get everything back in order. Mm. Women who have, you know, husbands who control the money, that works very well for them. Because I'll get the husband first. I'll, I'll be like, what do you like? Just tell me what he like. And if he got a man cave or something like that, I'll do his space first. And then they sitting up in the man cave with their chest out like, damn, this is nice. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, as Black people... We didn't grow up with silver spoons in our mouths. So we right. don't really know what's very, very nice until it's presented to us. Because mm. we don't allow ourselves all these extravagant luxuries until we get the money. And usually most of us in our lifetime don't get that kind of money. But if you right. plan it out every month and you're paying every month so that I can just show up and keep life in order, it's a lot easier. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't hurt the pocketbook then. <laughs> Sounds like you are doing an awesome job, not just organizing, you know, a closet space, but also people's livelihood as well. And even the relationship, like you said, to bring the kids in, I think that's a strong piece of it as well. They're listening to you opposed to mom and dad saying something and their energy is different because like you say, now you're reminding them, you're sending them a message. Did you do this? Did you do that? And it just flows nicely in the household it does and actually i tell usually i tell the wives and the husbands let me be the bad guy see what mm -hmm. i'm saying don't say anything to him when he does xyz and you don't like he leaving them hats everywhere all over the damn house like my husband do don't say anything to him let me be the bad guy because i'm gonna pop up at your house and walk in and be like bro what you doing you I, I put hooks in there in your closet you know how much them hooks cost i'm gonna guilt him to death 
I spent $8 each on six hooks. So I spent $48 on your hooks in there just for all your hats. Bro, why you got your hats all over the table, the couch, the, the dining room? So it, like, why? And he'll be like, uh, well, uh, okay. You wasting $50 now? That's what you're doing? No, man, I ain't <laughs> $50. Okay, well, get them hats where they need to go. And if you're not going to do it, give your daughter a dollar and say, baby, go put daddy's hats up. You want to make some money? I tell, I swear I encourage kids to make money from their parents. If there are things in your house that you don't have time to do, your kid, y'all, our kids are so smart. And we'd be like, girl, she can't do that. She ain't gonna do it right. Yes, she will. If she has a coach like myself, who's gonna come in and tell her, this is how you do this. And this is how you do this well. You want your mama to be happy with you and buy you a new phone at Christmas? Let me tell you what to do. And you mm-hmm. go, in, go in mama's closet and you hang everything nice and neat and you change. You put the pink with pink and orange with orange, black with black and white with white. And you neaten all those shoes and then you sweep the flow real good and you mop that flow. Mom going to come home. She going to smell that pine towel. She going to be like, damn, what you doing in my closet? You were like, mama, I just, I love you. And I just wanted to do your closet right. I encourage all the kids I work with. Let me tell you how to make your parents happy. You fucked up, you did something, you stayed out too late. Let me show you how to get right. I'm going to show you how to get right. Because if you do things to make your parents' lives easier, they're going to be like, okay, she a good girl. I'm going to let her make it. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. I was going to say, I'm sure Daniel would be able to... (laughs) (laughs) he would be able to do it but let's just say in wrapping up kim two things leave us with uh three tips that are very useful and then also tell us what your happiness empowerment and development is okay so you're gonna have to remind me because i can tell you i I know i'm gonna forget but three things that i would leave any person with one for women and mothers and even if it's a single father it doesn't matter Start using your kids. Everything that you know, teach your kid. Everything that you don't have time to do, pay your child. I pay my daughter to do tons, tons. When she gets that SMU up there with all them rich kids, let me find out you broke and you around all these rich kids because you're going to go in their dorm rooms and it's going to look a mess. So what you do is walk in there and be like, girl, I can handle that for you. You got $20. Yeah, I got $20. Okay, let me get their stuff together that quick. That's a hustle. That's the side mm-hmm. hustle that's going to keep some money in your pocket. That's number one. So my number one tip is to use your kids. Anything that you can do at your home, your kids can do. I'm sure real quick, y'all, I'm sure y'all notice how when kids are young, they immediately pick up them phones and them iPads and they know exactly what they're doing because their brain, they, mm-hmm. they get it. But we as mothers think, oh, they can't do it. Girl, please. Yes, they can. Use your kids. Make them hang up your clothes and all that. Pay them to do it. What I've always done is told my daughter, uh, what are you doing? And she'd be like, nothing. I'd be like, okay, I got a job for you. Every kid in my family knows, I got a job for you. That's my lingo. I got a job for you. And they're like, okay, how much you pay? Pay $50. Come do this. And I teach them to do everything. So that's number one. Number two, sometimes know this also. Sometimes we women feel like, girl, I can do it quicker than I can teach them. No, you can't. You feel like that, but it's going Man, you're doing a disservice to yourself if you do that. Teach your child one time. You might have to tell them two or three times over how to perfect it, to do it the way you want it done, but they will do it. It's just like a CEO of a corporation. He's going to teach all their employees what to do, and they're going to do their job, and they're going to get paid for it, right? Exact same thing. We need to be the CEOs and let our kids and family and everybody else around us be the workers. That's how that works, ladies. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Second. Put a donation bin, whether it be a trash can, whether it be a laundry basket, something tall and slender in your closet. 
Because you know how you're getting ready to go somewhere? The girls be like, girl, we're going to have a girl night. Y'all going to go somewhere? You go in there and you pull out them clothes and you be throwing clothes everywhere. You be like, oh, I put this on. I hate that. It make me look fat. Throw that off. And then you put the jeans on. Oh, they too tight. I can't button them up. You take them off. Instead of throwing them on that chair or, or the bed or wherever you're throwing them, throw them in the donation bin. So you get a laundry basket or mm. a uh, trash can, put a trash bag in it, and everything that you try on that you don't like and you don't like the way it fit, put it in that donation bin. And then eventually, once it gets full, you take that bag and you go to your car and you put it in the front seat of the car. Don't put it in the trunk because if it's in the trunk, you're going to forget it's there. Put it in the front seat of your car so when you're leaving for work, you know, or wherever you're going the next day or whatever, a couple days later, you know, girl, I got this bag in the damn seat. Let me go drop this off a donation. Go drop that bag off a donation. It's that simple. That will keep your room, your closet cleaner than anything else. I don't care if you have a housekeeper. Because the point is, is when we try things on, the shit don't fit and it don't look good on us and it don't compliment us. So what's the point in keeping it? Why are you keeping it? You know, let it go. So Mm -hmm. that's my second tip. Everybody should have a donation bin in their closet. Okay. Okay. That's number two. Number three is going to be, I guess I'll give y'all something around the house. Let me think. So if you're in your living room, if you have lots of people in your household, if you have kids and husband and all this kind of stuff, I recommend you create a charging station. And that is because we got cell phones, iPads, extra battery packs, all kinds of gadgets that we use because gadgets make our life go round. Create one central place where you got a charging strip, a power strip, and you got lots of Android, iPhone chargers in that power strip. I actually buy a box and I bought mine off Amazon and I can show you guys later, but it's a box. And you put the power strip in the box and then it has a little lid that goes over it. So... And on the sides, the cords come out. So all you do is take all those gadgets you have and you sit it on top of that little box. It's a decorative box. And you plug everything in to give yourself a place to charge everything. Because the worst thing is when you have one cell phone charger and you take that cell phone charger from your bedroom (laughs) to the car, to your purse, to the living room. And then that's thing, you know, somebody stole your cord. You mad as hell. You yelling at everybody in the house like, who got my cord? Who got my iPhone cord? Somebody took it. It was right there. took my cord so me i have a cord i can tell you i'm at my desk i have a cord right here i have a cord back here behind me i have a cord in my charging station i have a cord in my car i have a cord next to my bed i have a cord near my bathroom if i'm doing my face i have multiple everywhere that's one thing i realize people don't do people will have Mm -hmm. one iphone and one cord You can have one iPhone, but you need at least five or six cords because you're in five or six different areas. So you need to leave the cord there for efficiency. So when you're in that space, you just plug up and you got juice at all times. I mean, because we live off our phones nowadays. So make your life easy by spending a little extra. You know, you might be like, okay, I ain't going to have no chilies this weekend. I'm going to keep that little $25. I'm going to go buy me some iPhone cords on the low low. Buy me six of them for $30. And I'm going to plug them suckers all over the house. So I'm making my life easier. You will not believe how much easier life will be because you're not looking for shit all the time. Girl, I <laughs> right, Kim? I'm just saying. <laughs> and let us know what your happiness, empowerment, and development. I mean, just talking to you is happiness. I could, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I hope so. If you think talking to me is happiness, what you think it's going to be like if I show up in your house? <laughs> I show up in your house, baby, and I get all them hangers. I get all them wire hangers out of there and get you all them black velvet hangers, and they all look like, oh, like the angels. Yes, I've started with the black hangers, the black velvet ones. I got this. I Do got you? Those. I- 
Do you? I tell everybody, girl, go to Costco. They got 50 hangers in a box for $12.99. They mm-hmm. do. I got two boxes. Look, yes. <laughs> get you some Costco hangers. Ain't nobody got to go to the container store and spend $100 on hangers. No, for what? I That's found mine at Ross. <laughs> Look, you can do, let me share a tip about that. You can do Ross, CJ Max Marshalls, wherever. But the thing is, is when you buy them, make sure they have enough for you to hang all of your stuff or use all of your stuff. Because if you don't, what happens is you go back later to buy more. And when they dye them, they dye them in batches. So the color is going to be a little off. It's going to be a little different. Uh. That's why I only buy, buy black hangers. I don't do pink, yellow, green, orange, beige. I don't do none of them because the color will be different with every batch that they dye. Black is black. Yeah, I know black is black. We are, hey, we black is black. You can't go wrong <laughs> with black, baby. <laughs> so I'm just saying that is a tip. So empowerment, I'm sorry, I'm so off track. Um, <laughs> empowerment. I want to empower other women by saying it is okay that you don't, it, Lord, don't do everything. Don't try to do everything. Stop trying to do everything. It is not meant for you to do everything. Some shit you just got to give to God. Some stuff you give to the housekeeper. Some gift stuff you give to the organizer. Some stuff you give to the chef. Yes, honey, I'm like all. I got a chef. I ain't getting. In, I ain't doing all that. I ain't got time to be trying to cook and shop and think and do. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm gonna burn some up and I'm gonna forget and now it's gonna be eight o'clock and we're gonna be eating at ten. No. Stop trying to do everything on your own and be okay with giving yourself some grace and saying, you know what? I can't do all that. I can only do these four or five things in one day. That's all I can Mm -hmm. do. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody to deal with it. And it's going to be all right. Life is is. okay. And what's your development? Development as far as how they can further develop their lives and do things. Or yours. What is your personal development? I'm a person that likes to progress a little bit every day. I like I wake up in the morning, I wake up, go to my chair, I have a chair in my dining room. I pull the dining room table out, y'all's whole new story. But I got a chair in there and I sit and read. I feel that it is necessary for us as individuals to grow a little bit every day. If you mm-hmm. don't educate yourself, because I think as brown people, you know, we always encourage our kids, um, go to school, graduate, and I'm happy. You graduated, I'm happy. Now you grown, gone. No, 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 no. That's not going to build legacies. So my thing is always to teach my kids, myself, my husband, everybody in my family, my life, anybody around me. I'm going to encourage you to learn a little bit every day. Make sure, I don't give a damn, like me personally, I usually read first thing in the morning, but I tell people, try to get 30 minutes of something that's going to progress your life forward. I don't give a damn if you're fixing your credit. I don't care if you clean your house. I don't care if you keep reading a book for work. I don't care what it is you're doing. Do something to develop yourself as a person a little bit every day because I'm 47 years old and I realize between 40 and 50, you really give a damn about you as a person and how well-rounded you are and how you're progressing in life. Because for me, I'm going to, from 60 to 70, I'm going to go to school and get my doctorate. So right now, I need to be working, and I don't have not a single degree, not one, but from 60 to 70, Kim has already planned her life so that I know my money will be straight, the house will be paid for, the Tesla will be paid for, everything will be done. So from 60 to 70, I'm going to educate myself because I want to die as Dr. Kimberly Calloway. I will. And Sheree, you know, I didn't like school when we were in school. I, I know, I know. Sheree, that wasn't true. I don't want to learn this shit. I don't want to <laughs> learn that. But I try and encourage people, yeah, try and do something for you as a person. If you 
start to build yourself as a person, just learning different things. I don't care if you're learning crocheting. I don't care what you learn. Just learn something. You will soon realize that you're developing yourself into something that you didn't even know was possible. Mm. Seriously. Yeah. With that, we're going to end the podcast. And thank you so much, Kim, for coming on. I so greatly appreciate it. This has been a few months in the making, and I'm glad that we have made it happen. I'm so excited. I'm happy as well. I can't wait. I'm coming to see y'all. I'm coming to see both of y'all. I'm coming to Bermuda and I'm coming to Atlanta to see both of y'all. Don't ever hesitate to contact me and always feel free to send me pictures. Please, please. I have fun, y'all. Head Tribe, wasn't that an awesome, awesome episode? Did you take out your paper and pen and write down some of the tips, tricks, gems, and information that Kim left you with? She by far is funny as heck, talks real fast, but she gets the job done. Look out for all of her information in the show notes so you can reach out to her in any area that you're at. Because as she said, you can fly her in. (laughs) But I loved that she talked about clutter issues are postponed decisions. And I think that was very key for myself and us as just people, especially women, that we just, you know, We have these postponed decisions to do different things that create clutter. And it doesn't just manifest in our household. It can manifest in other things such as work and just different areas. So I love that thought or that mindset that she definitely put that out there. And for us to understand what is the difference between an organizer versus a cleaner, there's a distinct difference. I kind of put everybody in the same basket, but definitely not. And the three tips that she left, you know, start using your kids, putting them to work, put a donation bin in your closet. That is key. Um, So that when you do find clothes that don't fit, that it's already there and a charging station. We all need that in the household. So those were a few tips. Definitely check out her website and so forth. That is the DallasOrganizer.com. Thanks guys and enjoy. Thanks for joining us this week on Giving Head, the podcast. And make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook for more information on this head episode. And as always, subscribe to the show to catch every new head episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you that good head. See you next time. Ciao for now. Bye. Hey, Head Tribe, if you enjoyed this episode and want us to continue to grow our head message, jump over to buymeacoffee.com and show us some love. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash giving head. That's G-I-V-I-N-G-H-E-D. And show us some love. Thank you.